In a world where chronic DVD and Blu-ray acquisition disorder runs amok, Colin faces a daunting task. With a collection of over 1,200 titles, can he bring himself to watch the 65 films that sit on his shelves, unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps? Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Hello. Thomas, would you explain to our dear listener what this podcast is all about? Putting you on the spot here. Hi, uh, this is Still Under Wraps. It's a show where we get through a, a lot of DVDs that Dad has bought on a whim because it was cheap because it sounded interesting, that just haven't been opened or watched yet. Because there was a lot of yellow on the cover. Mm, yes. And and occasionally we we uh, talk about what we've been doing the past week. Um, well, just today I, I bought a cable. Um, I, I unscrewed ten screws from the back of the she- uh, shelf and then removed the back of the shelf... He's he's making his man cave just a little more entertaining. Mm. <laughs> and and I did a thing for Minecraft and then another thing in Minecraft that were related. Right. But no theme song. No. <sighs> Creativity is difficult. Yep. All right, um, so we're going to watch a film tonight that I have never watched before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's slightly different from the other uh, films in previous episodes in that I was after a particular film to purchase and the cheapest way to buy that film was to buy it in a three-pack with two other films of which... Um, they seem fairly interesting to watch too, if, and this is the, the proviso, right. um, you have any interest whatsoever in watching Western films with John Wayne in them, mm. uh, of which you have seen one. That, that sounds about right. Yep. And as far as Westerns are concerned, you've probably seen two. Yeah, probably. And bizarrely, those two both have the same name. That's the challenge for you folks out there this week. Uh, This is a two-point opportunity. If you can guess what those two films are that both share the same name. (laughs) I'm Uh, not sure I can remember. No, well, I'm not going to give anything else away. But... uh, Thomas is going to give something else away, which will possibly give a hint as to what those two Western movies Thomas has seen, one of which has John Wayne in it, the other one of which doesn't. Um, that isn't what we're watching tonight. What we're watching tonight is... Uh, Rio Bravo. Rio Bravo. And can you tell us a bit about it? Sure. On one side is an army of gunmen, dead set on springing a murderous sidekick from jail. On the other is Sheriff John T. Chance and his two deputies, one a drunk, the other a cripple. Place your bets. 
John Wayne is Chance in Rio Bravo, a lean western classic packing solid heroics and a strong emotional core. He's joined by Dean Martin as the deputy coming off a two-year drunk, Walter Brennan as the old coot whose spirit outmatches his hobbled stride, Ricky Nelson as a youth out to prove himself, and Angie Dickinson as a scarlet woman with her eye on chance. And then get self-congratulatory. Okay. So, uh, this particular... uh, If you'd been listening last week, uh, you would know that the three-pack is uh, Rio Bravo, The Searchers, and the reason I bought this three-pack in the first place was because of the Cowboys, of which I had read good things about and loved a particular piece of music in it and was curious to know how that piece of music fitted into the film. I can hardly recommend The Cowboys if you can get your hands on it. Great film. But that's not what we're watching tonight. Tonight we are watching Rio Bravo. And the case is, of course, already unwrapped because I have watched The Cowboys out of it. I'm going to make the clicking noise of the case opening. Ooh. Hang on. No, that's not right. Let's try that again. We'll open the case and... Oh, well, that's not foreboding at all. No, no, but it is traditional for all films set in anywhere that there may be a remote chance of an eagle flying, Mm. that the uh, sound effect of that particular eagle is Mm. heard. And I do a terrible impersonation of it. Thomas, would you be so kind as to pop the disc in? We're going to watch that. And a bit of an unusual situation in that ostensibly we decide whether the film stays on the shelf or not, as it's in a three-pack with a film that is definitely staying on the shelf. The likelihood of of it staying on the shelf by default is fairly high, Mm. but we'll still see. So we're going to sit back, watch that, and talk about it a bit afterwards, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Mongrel. Hey, dude, how'd you like them apples? Oh, they were all right, weren't they? <laughs> it was another age, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and a good age. Very much a talk fest. Yes. Lots and lots and lots and lots of dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, and the plot kept ticking over. Mm-hmm. Ticking over. You just couldn't pull that off these days. No. Bit of a sleeper. Mm. But 
it's still built up. I, I must admit that as soon as they mentioned, and before we go into that... This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. I can't believe we're playing a spoiler alert for a movie that was made in the 1950s. But I knew as... Oh, we've got background music as we talk about the movie Rio Bravo. Yeah, you, you, you didn't do what you usually do. I didn't do what I... Well, I, yes. Okay. Hang on. We'll just... Fade that out. <laughs> um, as, as soon as they early on mentioned the stagecoach full of explosives mm. and wh- what have you, I knew somewhere along the line that was going to uh, feature quite heavily. Chekhov's dynamite. <laughs> yes. But it wasn't quite how I was expecting it to be used, so that was right. that was quite satisfying. <laughs> and entirely believable and mm-hmm. they're, they're crack shots absolute yep. crack shots um oh yes the the characters were just i think that's what made it mm. yes dialogue heavy and you could tell that they were delivering lines mm. the the, the <laughs> and john wayne bless him delivers lines mm-hmm Whichever line he's thrown, he will deliver it the same way every time. <laughs> um, but still, the interaction of characters was good, and, and I quite enjoyed that. What are you going to throw out into the void? So, I have done some research. Tonight, I learned how crossfades were done in, in films. Yes, it's, um, it's, it's quite a process. It's very much a process. And having learned that does explain why either side of the crossfade, the colour will be a little different. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's a whole new filmed thing. Just put the film through. Yep. <laughs> oh. Um, but there was a musical break towards the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> sort of more like an, an intermission. Well, I mean... And I don't know how much that had to do with the fact that two of the lead actors were... It had everything to do with that. (laughs) Well, I guess what I'm saying is more that my experience of Westerns of this era isn't terribly broad either, so I don't know how much of a feature a musical interlude was other than the stage act type of musical interlude where the... Um, a female star mm. usually appears on stage and, and gives a song, and that's the song for the yes. film. Um, so I, I was unfamiliar with the, what happened tonight, but uh, yes, very much a, uh, we, we have musical talent, let's, mm. let's use it. That is part of the genre, I guess. You've you got Bollywood films that suddenly mm-hmm. burst into song left right and center and the westerns i'm guessing certainly all the ones that i saw there there is uh, and uh, like i say the the reason that i got um 
the Cowboys, uh, other than an interesting plot line and, and certain characters that were in it, that too has a musical interlude that uh, it's quite famous for, but it's a, a guitar instrumental um, right. R- right in the middle of things. So, um, Okay. <laughs> oh, but it works really, really well. Right. Yes. No, I... Uh, again, I recommend the Cowboys. You you should watch the Cowboys. Once once you have your man cave completely set up, <laughs> you should bung that into the player. And uh, I hope I haven't built that up too much. But um, look, I don't have anything else much to say about that other than it followed the formula. Mm-hmm. And for those who were into westerns. Um, they would have been completely satisfied with that. They followed the formula well. And I guess with any other genre, if you're a fan of, you know, uh, there are science fiction films that I love and science fiction films that I really don't enjoy. But I suspect that Rio Bravo uh, ticks all the boxes. Mm. Good bit of gunslinging and gunswinging and people being knocked out and uh, a female who was a strong female character mm-hmm. yeah so it was good got anything else no, no no not really as i said before um it by default will stay on the shelf because it's there but i'm glad that it's in that set and i'm actually quite now quite looking forward to when the third in the triple pack comes up because it's a nice break from all the other things that we've been watching Mm. Mm. all right then so it's staying on the shelf in its own right Mm. no objections here all righty let's move on to what's on the show you know it's probably dvds now have you checked the um there was a a resubmission of that one that we talked about last week. Oh, yes, whether that was added back into the the mix. Uh, But this time with the right title. (laughs) Oh, you're not picking on Jeff again. Uh, (laughs) Uh, A smidge. I I guess that, uh, yeah, look, I think we both must have misread how it was entered originally because it's... It's there in black and white that he wrote The Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, we... Buzz. We apologise yeah. to Jeff. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, our deepest apologies, sincere apologies uh-huh. to Jeff. Jeff, we apologise. And uh-huh. Just so that we're all certain and we're all on the same page and so that I can mention Jeff's name one more time. Jeff, we're sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, look, I think we're trying to stretch this out also for another one of our dear listener. Um, Adam, who is currently heading off into uh, Deloraine as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, if I get this edited tonight and uh, into the early mornings, I will, um, I will bend over backwards, Adam, so that you will have this to listen to on your trip up tomorrow. So, <laughs> so. because he's a fan, apparently, 
Mm-hmm. Yes, if if we had um, you know the the star fan button on Facebook, Adam would be right up there. Um, he's even punishing his family by subjecting them to. He he locks all the doors on auto lock in the car, and mm-hmm. if the kids have been naughty and just plays our podcast. And their ears start bleeding, and it's it's quite traumatic, apparently. So we were in the middle of a segment. We were. <laughs> and that segment is, of course, this. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. Probably just, like, play it faster this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Did we have a gap for the first time? Uh, yes. Yes, I believe we did. Did we? Oh. Well, let, well look. Okay, so this is the segment. What's on the show? You know it's probably DVDs. A third time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we have 19, is it? Yes, 19. 19, okay. So uh, let's get the randomising random randomometer. Thi- Powered by random.org. And the hum of a dying star. So you know we were talking about Jeff. Jeff! Jeff! Number 16 in the list is the film Gettysburg. I think you'll find that's Gettysburg. Jeff is going, No! Gettysburg. It is Gettysburg. Jettisburg. Oh dear. Sorry, Jeff. I do apologise. Um... Uh, and I'm I'm trying to think of uh, an equivalent that you, as an American, could stuff up severely, um, like Canberra and uh, Melbourne. Ah, um, uh, yes, Canberra, Kookaburra. <laughs> Every time War of the Worlds, come in Canberra. Come in Canberra. Um, so yes, I think justice has been served. Um, um, it is Gettysburg. Mm. Speaking of, of justice. <laughs> Speaking of justice, yes. I have not seen Gettysburg. I haven't either. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, unlike uh, last week's... Was it last week that um, one of our dinosaurs is missing? Mm. Came up? where uh, I was prompted as soon as it was suggested to order it off eBay. I have not got around to order ordering Gettysburg. So it is not on the shelf and wasn't on the shelf when you suggested it either. So I do apologise, Jeff. And there, Jeff, I got to say your name once more. <laughs> Look, we didn't explain what this is all about to those of uh, you who have jumped in the very, very deep end, uh, if this is your first time listening. Uh, we give our audience a opportunity to suggest what films may or may not be in this collection of DVDs that we have on the shelf. Uh, hence, what's on the shelf? It's, it's probably DVDs. Wow. See, <laughs> it gives you an op- another opportunity to hear another version of it. We may even do a 12-inch single. <laughs> um, but 
yes. So you write in and have a guess at what films might be on the shelf. And you get a point if I've seen it. You get a point if Thomas has seen it. You get a point if it is on the shelf. And you get an extra point if it's in Blu-ray on the shelf. And then if we decide that it's a film that... Mm. Uh, and Gettysburg is an excellent example. Uh, Jeff, you really took a punt there. I don't know whether that's an Australian term or... Sure. Um, but you would have got a good multiplier there. We, uh, we, we use a multiplier if it's a suggestion that's um, a little obscure. Mm. Uh, it's a risky guess. See, that probably would have got maybe a two. And if even I had seen it, you would have then got the multiplier mm. of two and got two points, which is it's pretty decent. Mm. But alas, as with many of the suggestions <laughs> to this segment. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting... Uh, I've, I've grown to like this segment. I... I rude the day that I suggested it within the the first couple of episodes, but it's, right. it's been interesting, um, especially the contributions that have, have come in and the opportunity that we have to stir our audience up. <laughs> um, so if you wish to be stirred up, please go onto our Facebook page. The link is in the show notes and make a suggestion as to what film you reckon is on our shelf. Let's move on. Yes. Shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week. So, I'm handing the phone over to Thomas. I'm not even going to shake it because sometimes that that seems to have jinxed it. And the film is, he's taking a deep breath as he does every single time. So I can't read as to whether it is going to be a dreaded one or not. The 1971 film, The Omega Man. The Omega Man. Te- <laughs> Omega Man. Ah, <laughs> uh, with Charlton Heston. Yes. Now, this is one of the films that we mentioned a number of episodes ago where I have started watching this but right. didn't get around to finishing it. I have neither started nor finished this no. film. Um, and it is based on a book that has been... And here I am talking out of my hat at the moment, but I think I Am Legend is also based on the same book. Yes. Yes? yes? Wow. Okay. So that is the film we're going to be watching next week, a little bit of uh, science fiction. Thomas, would you tell us a little bit about um, the film that at least one dear listener is going, What? You haven't seen it? (laughs) Welcome to the future. (laughs) Biological war has decimated life on Earth. Los Angeles is a windswept ghost town where Robert Neville tools his convertible through sunlit streets, foraging for supplies, and makes damn sure he gets undercover before sundown when other inhabitants emerge. 
you know you're not going to be able to edit out that window sound now, even if you want to, are you? I know. (laughs) The Omega Man adapts Richard Matheson's novel, I Am Legend, into a high-impact, high-tension saga of a fate not far removed from reality. Good. Charlton Heston is Neville, fending off attacks by the family, sinister neo-people spawned by the plague. He also becomes a man with a mission after meeting Lisa, played by Rosalind Cash, another uninfected survivor, and guardian of some healthy children, representing our species' hope. (sighs) So there we go. That's what we're in for next week. And before we finish up, just a note to those of you who wish to still contribute to uh, names of films that Jeff likes to say. Mm. You still have an opportunity to add to that list, which is also on our Facebook page. And a shout out to Jill, who is still attempting to fathom which short was shown prior to our viewing in the family car at the Elwick Drive-In of One One of Our Dinosaurs dinosaurs is Missing. Missing, 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 missing. Missing, missing. She has approached me um, and taken a couple of punts that I and I've steered her in a more tighter direction, but I don't think she has any idea. So I'll give her one more week and then I will announce it to the world and put a youtube link because it is actually on youtube and you'll be in awe and think that is why colin can remember it thanks for joining us and we hope that you will join us next week when we're watching the omega man or omega man or omega Uh, actually americans i think would say omega jeff could you confirm that for us you, you can find a link to our Facebook group in the show notes. You can also find a link to my one-and-a-half-episode podcast, Uninhibited Meat Noises. You can find a link to my movies, which is what we use to randomise uh, film selections. And You can find Jettysburg on Wikipedia. Yeah. So please join us next week and bye for now. Bye. It's still under, still under, still under, still under, still under, still under wraps. So, so anyway, I, I haven't come up with, with a new theme. Um, I, I had two ideas. Uh, one of them, uh, I, I, I came up with a melody, and I came up with um, the, the other bit. The lyrics. Yeah, I came the the other musical bit. And um, then I put them into the computer, and it turns out they were dissonant. So um, that didn't happen. And the other idea doesn't seem thematically appropriate. So um, they're, they're, they're both bad ideas. I, I haven't had any useful ideas yet. So we're going to have to go for my big band song then. Sure, sure. Or, alternatively...
Alternatively, it's still under wraps. It's still under wraps. Or, alternatively, we could play the royalty-free pre-existing track with your voice over it. Oh, okay. Look at this one. I was thinking, I mean, seeing as it's a Western tonight. Right. Maybe each week we have a different opening theme with the same words, but thematically connected with the movie that we're going to be watching. That, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, well, what do you do every day? Well, <laughs> well, we can get into this when we're actually in the show, can't we? We can. Because right now we haven't got there yet. No, we haven't. Hello, and... St- <laughs> <laughs> it's still under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> it's still under wraps. <laughs> It's still under wraps. Hey, see, see, it lends itself to a sort of a, um, a Rio type uh, theme too. Uh huh. It's still under wraps. It's still under wraps. See, Western. We could do this, Thomas. Uh, I think we've just got to raise the stakes here. Uh, are we going to do the show? Okay. Hello and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. 